Welcome to the Book of Caleb, a space where you can say what you're really thinking. I'm your host, Lauren Caleb. Join me as I discuss how to manage and rationalize all of the things in a distracting world. From current happenings to wellness, beauty, diet, family, home, and more, laugh and learn something too. This is the Book of Caleb. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of The Book of Caleb, episode 15. Uh-oh, divisible by five, which means it's Mike's turn to host. What do we cover in this, guys? Hmm, let's see. Sports, parenting, coronavirus, uh, more sports. You know the drill. Uh, it's a good one, though, so enjoy. Well, guys, we're just going to dive right into this. Uh, You know the drill now that this is the third time this has happened. Any episode number that's divisible by five, it's now become a trend. It's Mike's turn to host. So what better than to welcome myself, I guess, to the show as a guest. Let me welcome you, Lauren. Thanks for being my special guest on my episode 15. uh, Thank you. Well, you're welcome. And as I've done previously, this um, podcast episode is going to pertain almost solely in regards to sports. There'll be some parenting as well, and of course, some hilarity, as I always like to uh, throw in there. So, ha ha. Well, let's get into it. Okay, we live in the state of Iowa. There was a important um, thing that took place this week in regards to high school sports. Monday, June 1st, um, Iowa high school softball and baseball was allowed to partake in activities um, for the first time, you know, all summer. We're the first state in the nation. They're going to practice for two weeks, and the first games are going to take place on June the 15th. So I think that's exciting news. There needs to be, we need to start turning the corner. We need to start getting back to normalcy. This is a good first step. Sports is very important. I think. Um, I think that's that. amazing. Yeah. I played high or high school softball, and uh, yeah, I would be pretty disappointed at any stage in the game, or especially my senior year, mm-hmm. if I didn't get to play my senior year because you play it pretty much like after you graduate your senior year. The summer sports still happen. Yeah, in Iowa, yeah, softball and baseball is in the summer. Yeah. yeah. Um, now there is, you know, very uh, I don't know if you want to say interesting or kind of strict. Um, rules that I was reading, such as the pitcher, which you can relate to. If, if it's a colder evening or it's just for whatever reason, they blow into their hands, which I feel like is a common thing to do, maybe just to get a little better grip or something. If they do that, the game will be paused, so then post-blowing into their hand, they are able to sanitize their hands before they pitch the ball, which then I feel like wouldn't that kind of mess up a little bit, maybe the grip or something? Right. I don't know. It, it, there's there's no spitting. There's no um, spitting of sunflower seeds. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it's not quite the sports as we knew it. I guess we'll take it. But seems, again, silly and arbitrary in my eyes. Yes. I completely agree with you. And I just go back to the logic like, look, if we have to have protocol in place to where you cannot have sunflower seeds at a softball game, then what kind of virus are we really dealing here with, folks? Like, that means that it's not okay to go outside, right? And that is not the case. And so 
these organizations like saying like let's demonstrate that we're taking preventative measures Mm -hmm. and that's kind of what you come up with or that's truly what you decide well what about sunflower seeds how are we going to address that guys because like people spit them and that's saliva and it's just like if you catch viruses at that level at sunflower sunflower spitting level Mm -hmm. Then this is like the super duper human beyond force virus that can jump from the sunflower seed into your other person's mouth. And it's just, you know what I'm saying. That's just, come on. Come on. But next year, it's it's going to be okay. We'll have sunflower seeds back into the softball. No, it's, it's beyond silly. Um, it's crazy. It's more of a mental illness. I feel like the country is dealing with, with this, again, germophobia. Um you're, we're worried about sunflower seeds somehow creating a second or third wave of this stuff. <laughs> what, what, what is the second wave? What, what is that even? Everyone's talking about the second wave is yet to come. Well, Try this on for size. The first wave, uh-huh. when we did technically nothing before it hit us, yep. and then we took measures and blah, blah, blah. Well, like, we're fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're fine. Every other country, for the like most part, you know, is fine. Even the well, worst besides hit, all like, those businesses. Italy... That got shut down. Don't interrupt me. Okay, well, I am hosting. I, exactly, so oh, I'm the guest. Okay, you may speak now. <laughs> Thank you, sir. But oh, you don't. I don't want to sound or downplay any country's situation, but at the same time, it's just we're still able to function and run and start back up and not illegalize sunflower seeds. Well, exactly, um, and yeah. The nursing homes and I think the meat packing plants, um, those were the two areas, at least in Iowa, that I know were probably seriously affected. I don't know that a bunch of people dropped dead in the meat packing plants. No. and At all. That is more of just a workplace environment Mm -hmm. and other circumstances where maybe, you know, demographics of the workers that are living there and their situations at home. Yep. And measures to like make the place more just sanitary in the first place, or I can't even imagine a meat packing plant's lunchroom. Well, it's a lot of blood and guts flying around, <laughs> right. yeah. And and so you just right environments are different. There's going to be other workplaces where an outbreak happens because it's kind of set up in a similar manner. A lot of people in close proximity and someone has coronavirus and people aren't taking preventative measures and they're spitting sunflower seeds in their mouths and then you have an outbreak. Sure. But, and again, when people say outbreak and cases and stuff, like how many of these people are then going to hospital and then like being hospitalized? Like they're not, they're They're just not. So, okay, you got the coronavirus. Okay. That's one more case added to the total, but then they recover because your body recognizes it and defeats it. So I, it's okay if you got if we get it. It is. Right. I have not, zero not, fear. Not if you're one of this small percentage of people who, you know, are really have an underlying condition or are elderly. Okay. But again, that's a very small percentage of people. So we just, again, we can't shut down and, everything like we did. And we can't freak out and worry about a second wave and not allowing people to spit sunflower seeds and blah, blah, blah. And what you're talking about too is like the immunocompromised and mm. people over a certain you know age group are much more likely to not only contract it but then have symptoms and like put them in like a more serious health condition. Mm-hmm. Okay, that does that's not just about like coronavirus, right? They're susceptible to anything. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
<laughs> flu, pneumonia, common cold. Com- yeah, sure. common cold. So it, that's the other thing too. Like they have to like be an inter in the world at their own risk for everything. Mm-hmm. And I saw this thing. I don't know what it was on. Might have been on South Park actually. But anyways, we have so many cells we're made up of. Billions of cells. Half of those cells are not our cells. They're microorganisms and bacteria that are just living on us or in us mm-hmm. that make up us. So we're just teeming with all this bacteria and by all the time. No matter if we're sanitizing our hands, washing our hands and singing happy birthday two times through. To make sure you get enough. To make sure you get, got, got all the germs off your hands. That doesn't matter. We're still teeming with viruses and bacteria. That's how human beings are human beings. That's how we operate. So Lots of, lots of it's in your gut gut yeah microbiome so i don't know germaphobes out there i hate to break it to you but you cannot be germ free really ever in your life or at any point of your life so deal with that okay moving on from the coronavirus because it is a little <laughs> we'll get back nauseating. to it in three minutes i'm sure um i like to tackle sports that's the majority i always like to come back to parenting though again we've got two boys Am I allowed to say their first names? No. Just oh, just only give out their social security numbers. Yes. Okay, so 7, 12, 11. 69. 69, 420. No, so Drake and Cortland again, we've they're um in the pandemic out of school thing now for I don't know what month this is, third month maybe. Yeah, when did we Who knows now? In March. Yeah, so we're three months now. So March, April, May, yeah. Three. So okay. Well they're this is their last month. Um then go back to school. Daycare briefly for drake then he starts up kindergarten september 5th hopefully we got an email from it's september 5th no 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 sep- no i just meant to say september i don't know why i said 5th <laughs> um it might be september 5th we gotta look it was that in up august we got an email but we have to order something do you know about this supplies yeah supplies i've already done that yeah but it's, it's online now you don't because that used to be a big deal back to school you go to target or yeah. kmart or whatever but if they don't know any different it's actually not that big of a deal well i think it'd be Okay, that's good because that was a big deal. Yeah, growing up for me and have to get the right trapper keeper and. And you know what I heard too pencils. from one of, one of my friends that's gonna send their kid to Drake School is like the way the kids even put away all their supplies. It's like everyone has the same set of markers anyway. So and so it's oh, like nothing okay. is like necessarily you as unique as it was when we were growing up where we had our own trapper keeper and you got to get like five custom folders in the trapper keeper, oh yeah you know which was like, stressful and you wanted to be cool and yeah. yeah okay well that's good i prefer to kind of be what you're talking about a little more uniform and less or just less pain giving yeah. attention to that which makes sense and well, that's good okay yeah. um well I, and i i'm not worried about them going to school i'm not worried about any outbreaks whatsoever there again there's gonna be a lot more protocols taking place at school which i will probably find annoying but i will adhere to and i understand why they're doing it curbside pickup of your kid um is one thing yeah which will i like to take them in but whatever um just got to go with the temperature checks which i feel like Cortland's temperature is up and down a lot you know especially if he's going back to school and like the kids just all get colds from each other well, sure, anyway yeah and so i don't know how that's unavoidable he's running a natural 99 he, he's growing teeth all the time one <laughs> yeah. teeth sprouts that gets his temperature up a couple degrees so then they're calling me oh Cortland's temperature is 101 he's got to get pulled out of here and then he's got to get pulled out of 24 hours so that's what i'm anticipating is going to be taking place with Cortland. yep unfortunately um but we got to get him back in there and uh I mean, I'm right now. You know, it's half work, half daddy daycare, which is fine. But I, 
I do think it's time for them to go back. Yes. It will be it will be good for them, probably be good for me and yeah. Um but anyways, they're both doing good, healthy. Um they're going to enjoy summer. It is feel like summer finally here. Hot summer Ni- nights. 90s. Um yeah, so humid. Things are uh just I'm waiting for the bugs. I can't wait for the bugs. The I bugs love are, the bugs. And they might because mosquitoes, they bite someone who's got covid. Then they transmit it to you. Oh. And then you got a mosquito outbreak. So who's talking about that? Oh, that's going to happen. You got to invest in bug spray. Investing, huh? Stock, stock market? <laughs> stock market's rallying big time off their lows. They're almost up to the near record highs they were at prior to. I mean, when it got any money in the stock market, uh, there's a lot going on in the world. There was a huge sell off, but uh, stock markets are rallying. We got a little bit in there. We're doing all right. All right. What do I have here? Ooh, this is a what heavy... What does my 401k look like? That's what I want to know. Did I lose a car this quarter? Oh, I know, right? Uh, privileged people. We are. That's what I'm getting into here. Hard hitting. So George Floyd uh, murder last week. And now this has sparked many uh, protests um, around the country, including here in Des Moines. Um, I don't know who said this, but racism is actually America's original sin, uh, referencing slavery, um, which obviously racism continues today. Uh, in America. Um, there's a lot of different things you can talk about. I can get too nitpicky on it. Um, I did see that the third degree murder charge was bumped up to second degree murder for the officer. Was that today? Today, yeah. Who had his knee on the on Mr. Floyd's neck for nine minutes. Um, can you name the officer's name? Well, it, Yeah, I can. It's Derek Chauvin. Or Ch- I don't know how to say his last name. C-H-U-V-I-N. Chauvin, Chauvin. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, we all saw the video. That was disgusting, so... Um, I'm happy with the second degree murder charge. I think that's definitely the strongest charge that you can give him and um, convict him of. Convict him of, yeah. It'd be interesting to see, but try. I mean, isn't this guy convicted? So I don't know. I don't know what the defense is going to be. Looking, it'll be interesting. I don't know how he doesn't get convicted. Guilt. I mean, he's already guilty. I don't know. Yeah. Imagine if he was found not guilty. I think uh, has some problems there. Oh my gosh, um, that would be like. That would be insane. Yeah, that would that would be nuts. I don't foresee that. Um, anyways, uh, Stephen Jackson was on uh, CNN last night, and Stephen Jackson, I guess, was very good friends with George Floyd. And I'm saying, who's Stephen Jackson? Pretty token name, right? Stephen Jackson. He yeah, actually he was, was on f- American Idol, right? No, no, it was Randy Jackson. Okay. What's up, dog? Good job, dog. Um, what's Randy Jackson doing? I don't know. Hopefully, COVID didn't take him out. Um, Stephen Jackson was like a 15-year NBA vet. Uh, very successful NBA career. Um, what funny, position? funny thing is, small forward. It's funny thing that he was a very good defender. Really, what team? Kind of dense. He played in a lot of teams, but Indiana Pacers. He was on there for a couple of years. That's when they had the malice in the palace. The palace referring to the Detroit Pistons um, stadium. Huge fight, huge brawl. Infamous. It got started with Ron Artest and a fan. Ron Artest raced into the stands. The most second notable player that was fighting fans was Steven Jackson. They both had very lengthy suspensions. But Steven Jackson kind of, uh, you know, came through, if you want to say re... His image, he re... Uh, he brought it back. Throughout, he just kept playing. People saw Steven Jackson in a different light. He's now an analyst on ESPN. He reinvented himself. He reinvented himself, yeah. Is this a good video to watch on YouTube, this brawl in the Oh, ma- the Malice in the Palace? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I okay. remember when I was in college. And, so just Google Malice in the Palace video? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. And it's the most famous, you know, brawl between fans. <laughs> There's not a lot of brawls between fans and the actual players, but this is the most famous one for sure. I wonder what ticked him off. 
the guy threw a cup, like a beer. He was laying on the scores Spoiler table alert. there, and he, he hits Ron Artest. Ron Artest loses his mind. It's great. Um, <laughs> no one really got hurt. No one really landed well, any blows. We will link the video in our show notes. Well, there you go. No, well, I'm not going to. You might be able to do that. <laughs> I have that. to make a note of it, or else I won't do it. Um, but Stephen Jackson, anyways, I see him interviewed on, uh, and I see him around, you know, protesting against George Floyd because every athlete's coming out and saying their piece on it. Well, I guess Stephen Jackson grew up, and they're like. I don't want the very good friends. They grew up in Houston together. Him and just George Floyd stayed in contact. Um, so they're very good friends. And it's just kind of random that Steven Jackson is a, you know, very successful NBA career player. Has to be really good friends with him. Um, they call each other twin just because they, they looked very much alike and they, they considered each other to be brothers. So Steven Jackson's, you know, in the forefront, um, you know, outspoken. He says he'll be walking down George Floyd's six-year-old daughter down the aisle when she does get married. Um, just kind of taking over as the dad that George Floyd can no longer be. Um, so that's kind of the connection to George Floyd um, in the sports world. And then, yeah, everyone, you know, was coming out and saying something. Even Michael Jordan is outspoken about it. And he was known for all this time for not saying a lot, for being, you know, very politically correct, if you will. Yeah, or just that, staying out of it. Which he's not a player anymore so i think it's a little bit he's michael jordan i think he can say whatever he wants to say true it's not so controversial um or it's not such a big leap lebron james has been very outspoken he said a lot had a lot of good stuff so i think everyone's kind of on the same page there's no you know racism um exists in america i'm not black neither are you so we don't you know can't speak to you know the degree of it um, but it, there's no arguing that it does and it hasn't really i don't think changed. it's changed much yeah no um you're my, at such my a disadvantage. You're at a very disadvantage. Um, you know, the, the same opportunities are not given to them. Um, yeah, it's it's a sad state. Maybe this does create some change. Um, it needs to. So we'll uh, we'll see what it leads to in regards to that. Um, in regards to the NFL, the NBA, MLB, which is Major League Baseball, the three major sports, um, hockey, don't know, don't care. Uh, <laughs> For now. Yeah, whatever. Um, what's going on with these three? So, f- this is just my opinion. I'm kind of guessing, trying to predict the future. So, MLB, I don't think there's going to be a season at all. The players and the owners are so far apart, um, and it comes down to pay, unfortunately. But the owners want to do a half a season and play the players half their salary. Players aren't willing to do that, and the players are coming back with a 114-game season. Um and I think the players are even saying they want full salaries. Um, 114 game is a normal season? No, 162 is. Okay. Um, they're so far apart on it, and it seems like they're not getting anywhere. Um, and I don't know, a lot of the logistics are more difficult. Maybe in baseball, too. I don't know what, if that's the case. All the logistics and all the sports are kind of tough, actually. Um, but, my, okay, my prediction is there's not going to be a baseball season, which, you know, when sure, is- I'm a Twins fan, but I'll be all right if there's not. Have there's been zero practices or anything zero, like no, that? No spring training whatsoever. I mean, the season's supposed to start back in April, you know. So okay, in a normal yeah. world. Yeah. Now it's June. So and now it's June, and they have not come to any sort of agreement of no, no dates, no nothing. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So baseball's canceled. Yeah, I'm definitely I'm canceling baseball, um, football, NFL. You know, they have that virtual draft. Um, then they release this season i feel like they're being a little laissez-faire or nonchalant um they haven't really given any set in stone plans um backup plans contingency plans what's your plan about testing what if someone 
test positive, how do you the, the, none of that? They're they're kind of leaving it up to their states rephasing periods then to allow the you know teams to come back together. Um, some some teams have been allowed the, to come back to the facilities, not the players, but that staff. Okay. Um, and then the players have been doing virtual workouts together. Um, now, as I'm talking, I feel like I hear Tom Brady was working out with his teammates, like three or four of them last week. So maybe they are able to get together in small groups. <laughs> Less than ten. Uh, running, you know, six yard routes or more even though it's six feet i know not six yards but anyways oh well 10 yards is the first down so you know it's around a 12 yard button hook um so but i just feel like nfl is kind of just like i don't know they feel like they're i feel like nfl they feel like they're superior because they are definitely the most popular sport and they kind of do control of the country and country thought the nfl season now that's that's serious and that's for me that gets me up and that gets me almost wanting to get out and protest if there's no NFL season. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm passionate yes. about that. Um, so I don't know. And I don't, I think like, I want to say June 26th is a decision date of some sort. Okay. Training camp would normally take place in um, middle of July there. So, and then preseason starts um, August. So how at this stage in the game, you know, the way things are coming, coming along, mm-hmm. so to speak, and I don't know this for 100% positive, for lack of a better term, but I don't think any states are, like, taking a step back, right? Or showing, like, an outbreak of cases overall, you know, no. as things are opening back up. And mm-hmm. so I'm just saying, like, how in this stage in the game could they be like, nope, we're canceling it? That would be surprising to me. No, that would be very surprising to me. Um, I just feel like... Yeah, with the fan situation, I don't know how they're going to... They're not going to be able to do full stadiums. There's just no way. Even though I feel like they should be able to. Right, but why? Why can't they do that? It's a more of a nationwide thing, judgment. Um, just because I maybe maybe a liability, I don't know. Let's well, say they- there's 60,000 people coming and then all of a sudden in Tampa Bay. And then, yeah, there is a small outbreak in Tampa Bay... Then tough toodles. Yeah, like know. just like, there are ways to work around that, right? If you buy a ticket to this game, you agree to the terms and conditions, check your box, which mm-hmm. includes if you get coronavirus, it's not our fault. Yeah, as true. part yeah. of like your waiver, like there are workarounds to relieve yourself of liability. Not yeah. saying that there isn't an attorney out there who will try and sue you anyway, but yeah. I feel like then that. If that's going to, like, create this, like, I'm going to sue you culture eventually from attorneys and stuff, then, like, the government needs to step in and say, nope, you can't go sue people because you got coronavirus. Mm -hmm, Exactly. You you knew the whatever risks associated with it. Right, like, you can't Mm -hmm. go sue people because you got the flu. Like, if we have to intervene in that way, which would be ridiculous, but, like, I guess that's possible. People would show up to these games. Obviously, I would have no qualms about going to any sporting event. No. Um, But these stadiums would still fill up, and I don't know. Because football without fans, it's not the same thing. Um, No way. But I'll take that over no football at all. So yeah, I'm willing to compromise in that regard. NBA, um, they are the most interesting right now. So it would be the playoffs right now for them. They had like 20 more games to go when this stops before the playoffs. But there's a vote tomorrow. 
the NBA Board of Governors, what they call them. So I don't know exactly who that entails, but some important people. Um, they're voting on this 22-team play-in tournament, uh, which is most likely to be approved from everyone's estimate. Um, so there's 30 teams in the NBA. These are the 22 teams. So 16 teams make the playoffs. These other six teams are teams that are within three games or less of that eighth and final playoff seed. Um, so then there's going to be some sort of eight-game playing to figure out the last seed which will be a little more fun from it's weird it's never happened like this before um but it'll be a little bit more drama involved of course my timberwolves were not within three games of that eighth seed because they're really horrible so they're (laughs) they're gonna be one of the eight teams excluded so their season's done like there's only gonna be 22 teams out of the 30 that continue to play another game this year okay eight teams are just done and it's all taking place in orlando florida like just one site Interesting. To try to contain everything. Uh, <laughs> and I, no fans, I'm pretty sure. Sunflower seeds? Sunflower seeds, um, I haven't heard anything on that. Well, they need to come up with some so. sort of yeah. sunflower seed protocol. Um, but the NBA, yeah, they're being creative, thinking outside the box. The NBA by far has the best commissioner, Adam Silver. Um, they've always kind of been, I don't know, one foot ahead of the other leagues, I thought, and just kind of thinking next level stuff, so... Um. Yeah, that'll be interesting. This twenty-two team play-in tournament. Um, what did you say the date was where this hypothetically would happen? Well, they're voting on it tomorrow, and then yeah, I guess the dates and stuff will get released. Um, okay. But yeah, so NBA, it's it's gonna happen. I feel like. Um, and yeah, there's gonna be a champion crowned after all this is said and done. Will there be will there be an asterisk by it? Will it be a little bit odd because there was this big break in the season? Maybe we'll get some upset teams that weren't gonna actually make it. To no, begin with. I don't know. We'll see. The Timberwolves were never going to go far anyway, even if they got to play their extra 22 games or whatever you just said. Can I tell you about the 04 Timberwolves team? Probably you have. But Kevin, Kevin Garnett was the MVP that year. <laughs> who was in Uncut Gems. Exactly. And they, they were the number one seed. They had the best record in the league that year. But again, came up one game short of making the finals. The Lakers beat them. Oh, the finals, Michael. Yeah, they were in the Western Conference finals. Yeah, that's different than your well, losing... my, my teams never make the finals. It's like the Vikings never make... They lose the NFC Championship game now four times in my life. They never actually make the Super Bowl. It's always the one step before. So they're always in the Final Four. My team always makes the Final Four. They never make it to the championship, let alone win the championship. They never even make it to there. So I'm just joking. Yeah, NBA Timberwolves are always bad, but Kevin Garnett was the one player we had, and we had some good years with him. But anyways, NBA's thinking step ahead. There will be this playing tournament that takes place, my guess is July. Um, So look forward to that. MLB is not taking place. They can't figure it out. MLB's popularity has been waning steadily every year. This might be a real death blow to them. I don't know. I don't know about that. NFL, what, you know, NFL is so arrogant. I feel like they're just not even playing in anything. They're just going to throw something together last second. But NFL season takes place. I just think it's going to be with minimal fans, maybe five to 10,000 fans. There's going to be some fans still, I think. But I think it's going to have the regular 16 just games. Like maybe every other and, row, yeah. half of the stadium. I mean, it's just No, so yeah, it's, stupid, it's absurd. Yeah, but... I know. Um, but yeah, so that's. You are every, up everybody's butt when you're just sitting in a like NFL stadium for the most part. Well, yeah, for sure. So, what about college football, Michael? I don't see the college thing is it's a different layer there of opening up campuses and uh, this. Yeah, college football. Uh, like, if schools aren't going to even be open for the um, 
fall semester, then how can, which, is that a thing? I know University of Iowa is having they are, classes. Yeah, yeah, I think they are having classes. For some reason, I thought for a while that people were trying to say they learned. Hypothetically, hypothetically right? Yeah. You might not go back, but no, gosh. Yeah, so I'm going to say college football, yes, but I think it's going to be a shortened season. I think these non-conference games, which every team has four of them for that first month, um, that's going to be pushed to the wayside, and you're just going to have your conference game starting in, in October. Um which will be different and a little bit disappointing to miss out on some games, but as long as we get something, yeah, there's just so much money at stake there. Um, which there's already been so many, so much money put to the side. When you when you think talk about the coronavirus, like money wasn't really a thought, unfortunately for some people. Um, I know the government's been just printing money uh, <laughs> to keep the lights on, I guess, but. Uh, I just imagine our dollar like has the monopoly man with his monocle and his eye on the like front. Well, at this point, and it's just funny because like this is going on, and I don't know. Yeah, and the stock market's rallying, which I feel like means a lot of rich people who are already rich are just fine, and their money's like exponentially growing now. How They're able to like... get these stocks on for cheap now. These big companies that were just you know fell off fifty, sixty percent, and now they're getting sold on discount. They're yeah. going back up, and you're just I don't know. It's interesting. So I don't like get it though. Like, how is there like growth in the stock market when you still have like, like twenty percent unemployment? Like, isn't that weird? Yeah, it it is. Um, I mean, you know, GDP and all that stuff. Yeah, it's weird. I guess it's certain sect. I don't. It's not every single sector is back and thriving. Um, no, and when there's just so many people that are out of work and like. Maybe it just hasn't, like, come back to, like, a wave of hitting the stock market again. Yeah, and a lot of people are saying, you know, that's too soon. It's too soon of a rally for the stock market, and they think it's still going to come back down to earth a little bit more. Right. You um, just which wait until the end of June, yeah. and you report your second quarter earnings, and no one made money the second quarter either because they were only open for maybe half of it. And some of them were only open, but at 50% capacity and all this other BS that's still going on. Which everyone knows. I think that was already priced in and the sell-off it had to have been because then it's a future-looking tool of the stock market. So I think this is all 2021 projections, pretty much. 2021. Yeah. So that's what they're projecting. That's what they're putting their money on. That's what raising the prices and looking forward to 2021's everyone getting back. Now, if 2021 stays stagnant, um, and that doesn't happen, well, then people are wrong and stuff's going to start going back down again. But it's a forward-looking tool. So how forward are we talking? Yeah, you would have to say 2021 because all of 2020 is crap done. You right. Know, so. And I just think it, like it's going to catch up with you to where we are back to normal, but like then there's just still so many people that weren't working for such a long amount of time and don't have extra cash. No. Nope. And so then they're like paycheck to paycheck and like it's hard to get out of paycheck to paycheck. You can't yeah. save money when you're paycheck to paycheck. No, you can't. There was something I saw and it was one of these emails I get, one of my stock emails, but something about how a large chunk, larger than normal, of people's bank accounts are higher than before COVID-19. It has to do with stimulus checks but then also their expenses have gone down. They're not spending as much on and the saving aspect that Americans aren't very good at has kicked in. Um, and uh, it was, unexpected. I want to say like 40, 50% of American households now, bank accounts are higher at this before, before the pandemic hit. And it has to do with 
savings against it so they were surprised to see that okay um which is interesting yeah i, I don't because if well because the stimulus check and then obviously unemployment there's you know this six hundred dollar on top of whatever state unemployment you're getting from federal yeah which will run out at the end of july that's good through the end of july unless they pass another Extension. package yeah so so yeah between all of that people actually are having more money for now and they are saving it, which they should do, especially if they have been furloughed or lost their job. Well, for sure. Because, yeah, unemployment's going to stay high for foreseeable future, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, like we always say, uh, fun, interesting times. 2020. What a year. <sighs> it's not even half over. No, no, it's not. So I think that basically wraps it up. I mean, I could get into... Randy Moss being the best wide receiver ever. Um, I could, you know, I could get into a lot of things regarding Randy Moss, uh, Michael, but I'm not please. going to. This is not the. I'm not going to. No, it's not the platform. Michael's Randy Moss show. Um, anything you want to add to any of this, Lauren? You were, June 15th. Are we going to go check out a Urban High School softball game? I would like to. Yeah. Yes, and I, I'm dead serious. Okay. I would love actually to go. And you gonna yell at the umpire? No. Oh, okay. I will. It will make me want to pitch and stuff. Like, I want to pitch. You couldn't make it through two innings. Oh, I could. No, I don't think so. I you're... just, like, wouldn't make it the next day. I'd be so sore. Your I'm... control. I'm not worried about velocity. I'm worried about control. Oh, Command. I... One hit batter a inning uh-huh. isn't that bad. Not that horrible. Okay. <laughs> Effectively Whoops. wild. That's what they say. Effectively yeah. wild. Keep them What's on their the toes. What's the difference? Intentionally walk or, you know, um, hit by pitch they're still on first who's on first <laughs> i don't know that joke what is it <laughs> uh, abbott and Cast- costello i feel yeah that's what it was abbott and costello we yeah. can ask your dad he knows yeah you, okay we gotta cut this short <laughs> I have a side cramp. she's got a side cramp she's talking about <laughs> pitching again she's cramping up okay. i'm already crampy. need more electrolytes well thank you michael for hosting your turn to host mike's turn to host yes yeah, my third time i happy about it so i'll be back in five weeks and by be back in five weeks and i'll be back next week as well but i'll be back in five weeks to host which puts us at middle of july so i'll have a lot more we'll have a lot more answers as to gar in regards to nfl nba mlb so it'll be fun good we'll see if your predictions are correct well thank you guys all for tuning in and uh we'll end it with this stay safe stay healthy wash your hands and wash your hands